today from Kenai Pro Gear. Now, we were just chatting, Ken, and how do you pronounce that again, and where does it come from? <laughs> we pronounce it Kenai, and it's actually an ancient fishing village located in Italy. Okay, well, Italy, that's that's my alma mater, you know, seeing as my last name is Piccolo, so it's kind of cool. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ken, you kind of got into this because you're behind the camera today because you're kind of like the social media guy over there, right? Yes, actually, I was on the Kanai social media guy. Yeah, I handle that. I handle all customer service and pretty much all the operations, too, as far as the customer interaction goes. So every time I'm traveling around the world and I'm taking pictures of my bag and I'm saying, hey, look at this awesome bag. Uh, you're the one that kind of tags and says, cool. Yes, that's me. I'm the one who usually misspells posts and writes confusing <laughs> memes. That's that's going to be me. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about you. You were a Marine before, right? You're a current Marine, a former Marine. How does that yes. work? Yes. Yeah. I, okay. So I know the whole Marine <laughs> ethos is like, once a Marine, always Marine. And I have to correct everybody yeah, every exactly. 10 seconds. No, I don't do that. So I actually was in the Marine Corps Reserves from 2009 to 2015. And I wow. served as an 0331 machine gunner. I, I, have a little, I have a little bit of a different experience because I joined, as, as we all know, in 09 during a heightened war sense. Yeah. So my experience was actually kind of atypical for most people because in the reserves i was actually able to do all the cool guy training for deployment Very and at cool. that time the secretary of defense and barack obama had a new plan before most reserve units were simply just activated and then they were just trained up for about maybe a half a year and then they went into deployment but what they Very did with cool. reserves at the time was they actually changed it up or they actually put deployment training into our reserve schedule and then basically once we completed that, then the unit was basically ready to be activated for a year, if that makes any sense. It's kind of how probably reserves probably should work. I don't know. I'm not, not, I'm not that strategic level. But essentially, instead of my reserve training, which used to be kind of you just did reserve training to kind of fulfill your yearly requirements, such as PFT, rifle squall. And then yeah. when you were needed, you would be activated. And then you do your active duty buildup training, as they call it. Then you deploy. I know I'm repeating myself, but it was built in. So again, I got to do Mojave Viper. I got to do a lot of the cool guy training that most reserves don't. I ultimately never went anywhere, but the cool part was I got to do all the cool guy stuff. So that's kind you of know, a, sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, I have a, a little bit of a different experience than most reservists, I would say. But uh, I think that's no. actually a really good idea because it saves some time later on when the deployment does come up you know, where you have to train up for like six to eight months before you go. Yeah, so that was all eliminated because my unit, we did Mojave Viper, and it was, okay, go back home, and for a whole year, we can, we can activate you, and then that's it. It's There was no buildup. There was nothing. It was we had all the gear. And I'm sure there yeah. might have been a little bit of stuff, but it was essentially as far as the government was concerned. For that one year, we were on standby, and I had got out by the end of it because I got out in January again. Mm -hmm. So I had gotten out by pretty much the end of that cycle. But, yeah, as a reservist, I did all that. I did Don Blitz. I did Mojave Viper. I did pretty much – all the pre with with probably a few little things missing but i did all the pre uh deployment training that everyone else that all active units get to do 
That's actually a great idea. It's almost like a green cycle. So, hey, you know what? You're on standby for a year. You may, you may not go. I mean, granted, some people are going to put their lives on hold, but still, yeah. you know, it gives you the option to have a, a, a unit ready to go, especially infantry. And from a strategic level, I mean, again, I'm a, I was, my highest rank was a corporal, so I try not to speak too high about stuff I have very little uh, knowledge on. I try to at least. Uh, as far as that goes, I thought it was a smart plan. I thought it was great because it was just six months. Then uh, if you were deployed, it was six to eight months and you come back and it was over. So yeah, as far as that goes, I thought it was decent. Very cool. Thank you for your service. Oh, I appreciate no it. Okay. I, I mostly just avoided work and work in the army the entire time. So <laughs> I didn't do anything That's cool. Awesome. Hey, you know what? You're here now. And, yeah. uh, you know, thanks, man. So how'd you get involved with Kanai? It's actually a pretty funny story. So I used to teach Taekwondo, and that's what I did while I was in the reserves. That was my normal job. I quit because I was done with it. I had a great experience. I was just like, okay, I'm done. I was working at a Petco. That was it. And then I uh, I really like animals, so I was working at the aquarium center of the Petco. I tell everyone this story because it's funny. And I was just working at the Petco, and I actually enjoyed it for you know having a job that was paying you whatever it was, the slightly above minimum wage, but just so you're working. And then I saw an ad on Craigslist that said, hey, does anyone know, do you know about airsoft and guns and stuff? Come on down and apply. So I applied to Can I Hear. Then they hired me because of my knowledge in the military. I'm a big gun nut myself. And then from there, I literally just started volunteering and doing stuff and annoying the COO until he just <laughs> let me like do things. And then I took over the social media because it was brand new with Zero. They had just, mm -hmm. I, I came in right after we launched that SHOT Show, which I think was in 20. 16 i think or 15 could be wrong in one of those but i think 2015 i think it was that one i think i think could be wrong because shot show always confused me because it happens in january so I always get you know in my yeah, my time exactly. always gets a little off but um yeah then from there i had just showed up there was no warehouse nothing it was just like hey okay do the warehouse oh hey do you know how to do this so then turned out as far as social media goes i'm not terrible at it so i've just been running it since then <laughs> uh that's ironic because i don't have any personal social media mm -hmm. but uh yeah that's pretty much it and then now i do the operations and standard small yeah, business I, story one guy just volunteers and then if you don't screw up horribly you just keep doing it until you hire more people well social media is huge because that's how i found out about it and i have two bags and i love them i have a shoulder bag and i have a backpack okay and very durable love it and i'm like one of those gear guys when it comes to bags i love bags don't ask me why it's just one of those weird things i'm like always need pouches and all the other stuff so i love it and that's kind of one of the reasons i reached out to you because i wanted to say hey you know what let's let's shine a light on some um awesome businesses and employ vets so really thank you i appreciate that man. yeah and yeah it's it's great to have you on to talk about it yeah one of the things that i think we do here is we really try and put a face on a lot of stuff Probably to a fault. Now, if you know, if like social media, I, I'm pretty active and responding to everybody and yeah. talking to a lot of the customers. And I post like on the story mode is I post a lot of funny memes and stuff. And I probably post a lot of that on the actual individual feed as well, which I like to get into. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to really branch off from making everything to be a hard sale all the time. That yeah, every that's every, thing we talked about before like, yeah. you came on is I'm like... It's not always about sales. Sometimes it's just about, hey, you know what? This is this is pretty cool. Yeah, and what's funny is I actually brought them up because I'm I'm personally myself, I'm studying in advertising and PR, which is mm -hmm. you know just just above the useless line as far as college degrees go. <laughs> but 
Uh, one of the things that's interesting is look at the different case studies, because at the end of the day, you're just getting access to people who have actually done, I say, correctly or right. Mm -hmm. And one thing I just got exposed to very recently is Slim Jim's, you know, Instagram account. Yeah. And I thought that was extremely a, a very interesting story because just last year, so it wasn't like it was 10 years ago, they only had 5,000 followers last year, as uh, in this time last year. They now have over 500,000 and they get something like 700 comments a picture. They have just tons of likes on all their stuff and people really follow them and really engage with them. And actually it was Slim Jim, the company or whoever represented them, hired just one of their fans who had this kind of jokey meme account that he had 15,000 followers. They only had five. So they just hired him and he had no experience running social media, anything, but he created this play, this, excuse me, this space where people just wanted to hang out and talk about Slim Jims. Now, obviously Slim Jims and backpacks can be a different category because essentially, I mean, Slim Jim, we all know what that is. He has some name recognition behind him, but the entire point was he doesn't use hashtags in any of his pictures. I don't yeah. think are very, very few. He doesn't have massive celebrity endorsements, but he grew his thing literally by a hundred percent, not hundred percent. I don't know. I'm, I'm horrible at math, but five times a hundred is 5,000, 100, 500,000, right? Something like that. Yeah. I'm terrible at math. So I, don't even, like, I'm like the worst at math. Oh. Literally like right now, two, two in my mind is like five. I, I literally can't do anything. Uh, uh, I can't do any math at all. But anyways, what I'm saying is he grew 5,000 to 500,000 in under a year. Wow. Simply creating an online space that wasn't about, buy buy slim jim because it's on sale this slim jim's better yeah. than the other piece of beef jerk it was just like no they're fun and he, and he created a fun space so i'm trying to transition and trying to create that same space the best of my ability on our social media of avoiding hardcore sales and going yeah. for hey this is more of a brand we come in show up say some funny comments you know if you if you like our bags great you buy, buy them people love them we have great customer service headed by yours truly and, you know, we have good features. We have good quality. You like them? Great. You like, I mean, some people even comment a lot on our ads. They'll say like, oh, this bag, I don't like this company. You've, you've never tried us. And they'll say, this company's better. And I always reply. I go, all right, well, you know, you always buy yes, whatever you're paying. Yeah. So I don't really, I, I don't really get into it about like, you know, people arguing over what's better. I'm like, you know, we have good stuff. You like it? Mm -hmm. Great. You don't? It's a free market. There's there's a lot of other companies to choose from, and they're all great. Uh, in all honesty, because if they weren't great, then the market really wouldn't allow them to survive. So it's like, yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to is just me trying to create a brand space to have fun. You have a good brand. I love it. I've had the bags for quite a while Thank you. now, and I got the one bag just so I could go overseas with it because I just wanted a backpack that I could pack around. I wouldn't have to be rolling around a bag in Germany, especially because I was going to Oktoberfest and I wanted something chill. Uh, All right. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for doing what you guys are doing. Absolutely. And you have the Legion Day Pack, I assume? Yeah, I, have, I should have brought them with me. I'll, I'll put some links. It's okay. I'll definitely put some picks up of what I got, definitely. Yeah, our Legion's our most popular bag. But yeah, I mean, the good thing is they're they're good bags. They're good bags to go around. One of the things is I don't know I don't know how this I don't know if it happens or not. Like I said, there here's me. I'm the social media guy. So mm -hmm. you can I mean I respond to almost every DM that we get. Yeah, you do. The cool part, I mean, I make jokes about it on our stories. I say, hey, one day I'm going to just go to a to a heartless, faceless corporation that just sends back auto replies and just says like, <laughs> no, like just, just kind of form it, right? No. Uh, it is it is a good, I think a good like thing to look forward to mm -hmm. is I use it where I go, I want to have so many comments, I can't respond to all of them or it's just physically yeah. impossible. 
And I see that a lot with like a like a guy like a grand thumb who like you like the first half he responds to the next, you know, I mean, the, the guy can't respond to all 800 comments or something. Mm-hmm. So um, that will be a challenge moving forward is scaling it and scaling us to ensure that we have the same customer interaction and the same kind of community feel to say, hey, look, no, you can still talk to us, you can still DM us. But with just the volume that comes in, we're starting to reach that now. We're starting to reach kind of the pinnacle of comment to how much can you reply to versus how yeah. much you can handle people. But I think we're doing a pretty good job. I think I we're, think we're still too. still talking to people, still posting stuff. I got to work on my spelling and my uh, punctuation because that's just atrocious. But uh, yeah, past that, still having fun, still getting out there. People like you saw us. Yeah, I believe we're on uh, Infantry Piper. I'm, I don't know if you know on Instagram. He hit us yeah. up, and we actually helped out with Miss Ling as well. Yeah, they're doing Julia. a better. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Julia. They're doing they're doing a veteran suicide video. Okay, make sure I said that correctly. A veteran suicide awareness video. Just there we go. That's that. a little bit better. That, a little bit better than that one. <laughs> a veteran suicide awareness video with Rudy Ray's. And then they yeah. reached out to me saying, can we have some backpacks to show off? I said, yeah, sure. Great. So we sent them a lot. We sent them, I think, five or six backpacks from the use in the video. And they're using our legion throughout the whole thing, just talking about veteran um, suicide and the awareness and the effects it has on it with Rudy Ray's in it. So we all know yeah. Rudy Ray's from Generation Kill. That's kind of cool that I, I, I was, you know, 17 when I saw Generation Kill. And next yeah. thing I know, I see the bag that I shipped out, you know, on his back. That's really cool. Yeah, but Julie, that, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Hey, where can I'll, we find you guys? Oh, you can find us at kanaiprogear.com. Then we actually yeah. are going to be uh, – and the cool part is I made the Kanai Pro Gear for all of our stuff. So Kanai Pro Gear Facebook, Very Kanai cool. Pro Gear Instagram, and YouTube. It's just Kanai Pro Gear. And actually, it's kind of classified, but we're doing something I can guarantee no other bag company is doing as far as advertising goes. So stay listened to a few uh, podcasts. We'll, you'll start hearing us pop up. Okay, yeah, pop back on when you guys come up with it. Yeah, you we'll see. Uh, you, you, we're, we're trying something out really different. I, I push this pretty hard on our executives. So you'll uh, hopefully you'll you'll hear a lot more about us and not just Instagram and Facebook, but you'll hear oh, you'll just cool. you'll hear it's a lot more just you know driving on the car on the way to work. It's all I'll say for right now. I just gave away like all of it, but I'm trying to maintain <laughs> some level of coolness to it. Well, Ken, I really appreciate you coming on. Great chat. And we'll be putting you out soon on the uh, interwebs. Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely. You, you, go, you have my DMs. Hit me up anytime. We can always do this. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Have a nice day.